Jill, and this is the Skein Enable podcast, enabling your crafting addictions one episode at a time. Today is January 4th, 2020, and it is episode 98. Almost there to 100. I am recording, um, as usual, in my apartment in Santa Monica, California. And Happy New Year, everyone. Um, It's been a few weeks. I had a great time. I went home to Portland for Christmas, and I was home for about a week. Everybody was sick there. Um, My parents had just gotten back from a cruise, and they had done well the whole time. But as soon as they got back in the States, my dad got sick, and then everybody else got sick. I've done okay so far, but then when I came back to L.A., then Lucas got sick. So it's all around me, but so far, feeling okay. Knock on wood, I guess. Okay, I'm just going to get right into right into knitting. So what I finished, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen that I did my oppadu. So for the Indie Designer Gift Along, it's a challenge they do every year. Um, it's a craft-along knitting crochet-along that goes for five weeks, ending on December 31st. So I once again participated in the oppadu challenge, which is doing one one item from all eight categories within the time frame, and it was another close call. I finished on December 31st, so I guess if I had finished earlier than that, then I would have felt like I had cheated myself or done something too easy, so I guess it worked out well. Not that I needed to spend most of my holidays working on these projects, but what would I have done anyway? Oh well. Okay, so the first tentacle of the Apadu of the eight I mentioned last time, which was the Never Not Gnoming or the Gnome de Plume pattern by Sarah Shearer. So that was the one I had done. So I finished these seven other ones in the in the next four weeks or three weeks, whatever, since I talked to you guys last. One that was in progress last time, but I did finish, is the Trapezoid Socks by Sarah Jordan. These are little, you know, shorty, like, footy socks, but they have some short rows in the back heels and garter stitch, so you have a little bit of a lip so they don't fall down under your socks. And then there's um, the heel cup is knit in a different color. And then you do some color work around the instep, top and bottom, of kind of trapezoid shapes. So that's the only color work. And then the rest is plain stockinette. So I made that out, made those out of some koi goo leftovers. I think I might have even gotten them at a swap. So the main color is like a deep purple. And then my contrast color is I think I probably said it was mustard last time, but in certain lights it looks more like a army green, so somewhere in between a mustard and a green. It looks different in all different lights. So those were both Koigu, and that's the Trapezoid Socks by Sarah Jordan, and it's trap-a-zoid, not just one word, trapezoid. So those were my foot item that I finished, so that's number two. Number three were the Nara Fingerless Mittens, by Wonderlanding, that's spelled, I guess how you think it would be, Wonderlanding, except with no E, so Wand-R-Landing. And I use Malabrigo Finito in the, I think, the Chispas colorway. And so that's their fingering weight yarn that I think is supposed to use, like a merino that's like a higher quality, so it's really soft. They just come in 50-gram skeins, and I just had one. And this is a nice kind of, well, it's a brown color, but has like some really pretty like gray and nice tones in it. And I only used about 30 grams of it, maybe. Like I feel like I barely used half of the, just over half of the skein. So they're pretty little. They're 
fingerless mitts. They're called fingerless mittens, but they're kind of our, what I consider fingerless mitts with no fingers. There's some twisted ribbing and some garter stitch and then like a lace pattern that looks sculptural, a little art like deco in the cuff. And then it does have a thumb gusset and I think just regular, yeah, ribbing at the top. Those were pretty quick and I really enjoyed making those. I did, the pattern has you like change needles a lot. Like you change needles for the garter stitch, like four rows of garter stitch and it has you change for the ribbing and for the stockinette part. I ended up using only two needles, a smaller one for the entire cuff and then um, one size up for the stockinette. And that worked out pretty well. So those are the Nara Fingerless Mittens by Wonderlanding. And that was my hand item. Then number four was the Anagram Hat by Amy Vandelar. This was in a Amarisu magazine that I bought a number of years ago. Actually, I might have bought it when I was in Japan. I can't remember. So the pattern is actually the Anagram Hat and Wrap. And because there's also a wrap, but I just did the hat portion of it. Yeah, it's kind of a textured hat. It has some garter stitch. It has some um, traveling cables. Does it have traveling cables? No, it just has a lace pattern where you have yarn overs and decreases. And so there's like a line that travels, but it's um, not an actual cable pattern. And it was fairly straightforward. I used Brooklyn Tweed Shelter in Hayloft, I think, which is, uh, you know, pond scummy green. I think that that's a DK weight yarn, but it called for a worsted, but I just ended up getting gauge with it, so I went for it. I only had the one skein, which was a 50 gram skein, and that's like that really lofty woolen spun yarn, um, but it ended up being enough, and I have a little bit left over, so I might make a pom-pom to go on top of it, but I haven't I haven't gotten around to it yet. It's definitely more of like a tight like beanie style. There's no like slouch on it, and I just did it as written. And that, I, that one I was able to finish in like two days or something. So that was exciting. So that's the Anagram Hat from the Anagram Hat and Wrap Pattern by Amy Vandelar from an Amarisu. That was head item. And for my neck item, I made the Secondary Cowl by Stephanie Lotvin, who's Telly Bean Knits. I used um, this yarn that I bought at Stitches SoCal from the Wild Fiber booth. It's called, it's the brand is Sierra Yarn, and the yarn is called like Chican, Chican, C H I K A N, I think. And it's in the colorway Rose, so it's a light pink color. And it's like a Aran weight yarn that has kind of that blown tube. I think I talked about this when I bought it. So it has that like structure, and then it has like the fluff. It's like an alpaca and some other fibers so it makes you know a bulky like a thicker yarn but really lightweight and it holds some structure so i used that yarn even though the pattern called for like a bulky weight yarn and the cowl is knit side to side horizontally and then you graft the two ends it's mostly garter stitch but it has like this big like mondo cable in the middle like a six by six cable in the center And so, and hers is actually like really tall, you know, when she has it wearing it, she can like bring it up over her face almost, or you could like fold it in half. So because I have a smaller yarn, mine's a little bit more of like kind of a regular height, you know, like six to eight inches high. And then I just had to do more repeats of the pattern to get 
the circumference that I wanted. I did have some problems with the pattern. I have to like check or ask the designer because I do feel like that the chart or something was not correct, but maybe I was just being stupid about it. Um, I found like I kind of just winged it on the cable chart. I think that it might be wrong. But anyway, I like the look of it and it has a really cool treatment for the edge. It has kind of a slip stitch edge on it. So it looks like a slip, ch slip stitch chain on the side of the garter. And it's just a really polished way of, of doing that garter edge. So I really like the project. Um, I was, you're supposed to like graft in pattern and I had a lot of trouble with that. You know, I was trying to do the video recommended in the pattern. If I had thought about it, I would have just tried to like continue on and like knit a couple rows with some junk yarn. And then, you know, you can just follow the path of the next row. Trying to graft in pattern um, on a, like a ribbing pattern is a little bit frustrating and it doesn't quite look right, but it's good enough, close enough for me. I ended up giving that to my friend Tracy when I went home because I was seeing her and I thought she'd like it. So I didn't get like great finished photos of that, but it's done and I like it. And I have, I use maybe like 60% of the skein maybe. So in theory, well, I wouldn't make another one, but I might make like a headband, you know, one of those like crisscrossy bulky headbands out of the rest of it. I'm not sure yet. So that's the secondary cowl by Stephanie Lopin, which was my neck item. So that's five. That's five so far. So three more to go. That I finished right before I went out of town, like on the 22nd, which means I had three projects left to finish when I, while I was at home. <laughs> so the one I mostly worked on when I was at home was the, my shawl project. The pattern is Part of Your World by Lily Go. This was a mystery knit along a couple years ago, a few years ago, and I just really like the look of the lace. It's really pretty. Kind of a ribbed, like twisted ribbing, like based lace with kind of triangular patterns in it. And I used a gradient from my stash. I used the Vols Custom Color Changing Cotton. You know, I used to use this a lot for a while. So this is one of the mega skeins. So it's something like almost 800 yards. So it's a long one. I think the color I used was straw flower and it goes from like a peachy to yellow to silver to white. I think I didn't quite get to my last color. I knew I had a little bit more yarn. I started, you start the shawl at the cast on edge. So the longest edge, it, there's three sizes of the shawl and I did the middle size because that small one just seemed too small. So the middle one, you start with like a 400 something cat, stitch cast on, but to cast on, you have to use like a Pico cast on, which means you have to, I don't know, work like eight stitches for every two stitches that you cast on. That cast on took me days. It took like three days to do just the cast on. And then the rest of it went fairly quickly. Um, there are some beads in it. I use size eight beads. I think that if I use like 6.0 beads, that might have looked a little better. These were kind of disappearing and you don't use that many actually. I was using some leftover like golden amber ones and I was surprised that I had like a bunch left over when I was already using just leftovers. So especially since I'm using fingering weight yarn, I think a larger bead would have been a little more obvious and the beading is just at the bottom edge, like for the first like 12 stitches, 12 rows or something. And then the rest of the body doesn't have any beads. So it was pretty manageable, the beading. So when I started this, there's not that many 
pictures, like pattern pictures. And I mean, I guess I could have just looked at the project pictures, but I didn't even realize that there was like short row lace, like the shawl. I mean, it probably says it in the description, but I did not realize it. <laughs> it is actually, like it's a long crescent, like kind of a shallow crescent, actually. And basically after that initial border, you're doing everything in short rows. So you're doing like kind of like the waiting for rain style. So you have garter stitch sections with short rows, and then you have the lace section with short rows. And so every step, you know, you have to pay a little bit more attention to. I kind of thought it would be just like straight, like here's 12 rows of garter stitch and here's 12 rows of lace alternating. But, um, you know, it makes it kind of interesting, but one side so ends up being like the left side, let's say, has a lot of the lace. And then the right side is actually mostly garter, except for the ending border. But, you know, that's kind of cool. I just kind of somehow didn't notice from the pattern, which is a little funny. Um, but it is nice because you, since you're working from the bottom up, once you get towards the end, those rows get a lot shorter and a lot faster. Because in the beginning, the first ones take forever. I was trying to work on this on the plane home. And I had like the chart out. I had like a beat, the beads and the crochet hook. And my flight was like four hours delayed. So I left four hours, three hours. I don't know. Flew out after midnight and I got to Portland like at 3 a.m. And before I even took off on the plane, the kid next to me was like 10 years old or something. We were like just sitting at the gate. I mean, on the plane, in the gate. And he just like threw up all over himself. <laughs> And I just thought, like, I'm a goner. I'm going to be sick. But I didn't get sick. Um, but it was just kind of crazy because I, like, wanted to help or I was, like, trying to figure out, like, I found one, like, clean napkin I could hand him. But, like, I had all this, like, the knitting in my hands and, like, the beading and just trying to figure out how to, like, easily, like, put it away so I could try to help this kid. And ultimately, I just didn't really help him at all, which I feel terrible about. But his mom was there on the other side of him. And so she got help from the flight attendant. Whew, but it was pretty intense, I'll tell you that. And then my dad, who had been just gotten back from South America, um, so was five hours ahead, ended up picking me up at the airport after 3 a.m. So I felt um, terrible. <laughs> anyway, side note. So yeah, I finished the part of your world like the night before I came back from vacation. So that was like the 29th. Maybe I finished it late on the 28th. So that was the part of your world shawl. I blocked it when I got home. I wasn't sh totally sure about the colors at first, but after I blocked it out, they're really pretty. I think it's nice looking. It's very wide. I don't know. I feel like it's eight feet wide or something, but never that deep. It's only like two feet deep or something at the widest part. I liked it. I would definitely do more Lily Go patterns, but I don't know that I'd I don't know if this is like my new favorite. It's like sometimes when they're too shallow, all you can do is kind of just wad them up like they're a scarf or something and wrap them around a bunch of times. And that seems like a bit of a shame because then you lose out on seeing all of the pretty lace work. Anyway, so that was my shawl. That was like the biggest project, I think. And then next I finished my garment project, which was the Totem Tee by Nomad Stitches. I think I had started this one last time I talked to you guys. It's a crocheted crop top. I used Knit Picks Comfy Fingering and Hollyberry, and I used an E-hook or 3.5 millimeter, and then I also used a 3.0 millimeter hook for the ribbing. So I thought it was going to be done in all one piece. It has, but instead you do it in two, in a front and a back, 
two sections and it looks tiny, like you're making the world's tiniest halter top in the beginning. And it has kind of like, not full A crochet, but you know, um, open, kind of open squares, open spaces. And then there's bobbles making like a V pattern in the very front. And so you do the front, you increase like on raglan lines, and then you knit, you crochet straight for a bit. And then the back is made the same way, except in there are no bobbles on the back, so it's just open and filled squares, I guess, of crochet. And then kind of a, you know, since I don't know crochet that well, I don't really know the term, but, you know, some larger, like, holes, lacy holes down by the bottom. And then you take those two front and back, and then you join them under the armpit, and you make some larger chain sections, and you make, like, a mesh that at that joins the two sides together. And then you work on the front and back separately, um, making this more like mesh lace. And then that actually comes up and over the shoulder and that makes, that becomes like a little cap sleeve for the top. I did the same thing on both sides, joined the tops, the shoulders together, and then did just like an edging around, um, like a single crochet edging around the neckline and around the armholes. And then I had to do the ribbing at the bottom. And yes, the, shirt turned out a little bit more cropped than I was planning. I did think it would be cropped, but I didn't. It's pretty cropped. (laughs) But it maybe ends like around my belly button. So I did my first time ever doing crochet ribbing, which is basically just it's crocheted side to side on the bottom, but it's single crochets through the back loop only. It was a little bit time consuming just because it's a little more dense than the rest of it, which is pretty lacy. And I was, you know, getting some good progress done on it. I cast on, let's say, like 15 stitches. Started with 15 stitches, and so I was doing 15 stitches of ribbing. And then at some point I counted, and I was like 12 or 13. But I was like, oh, I must have messed up and only started with 12. And then I just kept going. And I'm like kind of frantically working on this, like, the next day. And then I hold it up. And my ribbing is like a total slant, you know, where I, cause I had started with like 15 stitches and then somehow like by not counting or, you know, picking up in the wrong place a f- couple times, I had made it down to like 10 or 11 stitches. It was ridiculous. You know, it went from like, let's say three inches wide to like two inches wide. And it looked, it was pretty frustrating cause I was on this like time crunch. I had like two days left to finish it. So I ripped it basically back out to the beginning and then was very careful each time, like counting very frequently to 15 to make sure that I had the right amount of stitches each time. And then it ended up going pretty quickly. I guess I got used to the motion and I did finish it on by the next day. Like I finished it the, the 30th maybe. Overall, it's really cute. I like it. Maybe I would have made it a little bit longer, but I'm pretty pleased with myself for my first crocheted garment and there were a lot of yeah a lot of I'm always learning something when I do a new crochet project just because I'm a beginner and there's a lot of things that I'm not really sure about like I always forget that you can crochet like when you're crocheting into a chain space you can just crochet right over that whole chain you don't have to like find the stitch you don't have to find the chain stitch in the line I guess I'd call it I don't know just kind of remembering that or realizing that like really sped things up instead of like trying to find that tiny little stitch, that little space in, in the chain. 
Anyway, so that was the Totem Tea by Nomad Stitches, and I love it. I just put it on for pictures, but I need to, again, find some high-waisted pants to wear with it. I'm so sweaty. I'm worried about sweating and things. We make all these sweaters, or I make all these sweaters, but then as soon as I get home, I, like, take the sweater off and put on a sweatshirt because I don't want to, like, it's so, (laughs) it's such a hassle to wash sweaters, and I don't want to sweat into them. Or what I really need to do is start wearing t-shirts underneath sweaters and not tank tops, and then maybe I wouldn't have that problem. Okay, that is the garments. That's seven items, seven out of eight. And then for my very last one, I started, um, I made a baby hat. It's the Heisenthle Rabbit Beanie, the knit version by Sheila Toy Stromberg. This one I actually had in my library already. I might have gotten it on a free promotion or something. It's a very cute baby hat. I used an Aranweight yarn, some leftovers, and the Haiku Kensington yarn. So it's kind of a neutral, neutral creamish taupe color. This is also like a chainette yarn. So you start from the top down on the hat, which is a little bit fiddly, doing all those increases. And actually, it was a fairly dense gauge, too, so I didn't like really love working on this project. It was a little bit hard on my hands. And I know a lot of people who have made this pattern have just substituted their own bottom-up baby hat. And, you know, that could probably work, too. So I made the hat... And then it has these cute little like knit ears and they stand up so it looks like a rabbit. Um, and you knit those at kind of a dense gauge too so you have so that they stand up straight. And then there's more crochet. You do like a number of crocheted flowers and they're all sewn onto the top of the hat. Like it's wearing like a, almost a little crown of flowers which is the sweetest part. Um, I did, similar to hers, I ended up doing one large flower, two medium flowers, four small flowers and I think five leaves. So that was kind of the most annoying part is not making them, but then having to weave in little ends and then sew them onto the hat. But I think it's so cute. The pictures turned out good, but the pink is like a little bit brighter, big flower color. Um, Looks almost like real bright pink in the pictures, but it's a little more subtle. I just used fingering weight scraps for all of the flowers. I just, you know, grabbed some out of my my scrap bag, just doubled them up and then used maybe a G hook, just kind of something I had had nearby. It was a little bit dense on there, but it was fine. I actually don't know what that is referencing, but I feel like it's probably like Watership Down or something. Is that what that book's called? Anyway, that's the Heisenthlay Rabbit Beanie. That's the knit version by Sheila Toy Stromberg. There is a crochet version as well. And so that was it. That was my Apadu. It took me a very long time to then upload all my pictures and post in all the threads and then post my finished Apadu entry into the thread, but I'm very happy I finished. I have no idea if I'll do it next year, but pretty stoked to be done now. And that was it. That's what I finished. Yay! All right, and now my current fix. I basically just picked up the projects I was working on um, right before the um, gift along started. So one is the Framework Bralette by Jessie Mae Martinson. I'm making that out of some hand-spun yarn out of a braid I spun from Capistrano Fiber Arts. It's like a 80-20 merino silk in some light blue, grays, and yellows, kind of stormy weather kind of 
yeah, that's actually basically almost done. I just grafted the shoulder seams together last night, but I have like a couple ends to weave in and then I'm done with that one. And then I'll try it on again and see if it actually fits. So that's, that one's made in DK weight yarn. You do ribbing for the band and then it's reverse stockinette with some like a knit stitches going up over the cups. And then it has kind of like four identical cups for the front, front bust and then the back. And then you kind of do like an I-cord double knit strap. And then I did Kitchener stitch or I did kind of grafted it in pattern, but I split out the knit and purl stitches so I could graft it all in like in a circle kind of like you're grafting two tubes together. So I'm, I'm not sure if I'll even talk about this next one because I basically finished it, the framework bralette. And I'm pretty pleased, but I'll double check that it actually fits after, after I weave in those ends. And then I've gotten back to work on the Andawa by Michelle Wong, which is a wide pullover with cable, all over cables using the Malabrigo Rios in Purpuras. I'm just working on, I finished the first sleeve and I'm working on the second one and they're fairly short sleeves. I mean like 13 inches long because it's a drop shoulder sweater. So that one should be done by the next time I talk to you and I'm excited. And then I'm basically like almost a clean slate for projects, except for things that I'm probably really never going to do if I'm realistic. So yeah, and then I have to figure out what else to do. I'm not sure what. I do want to get back to some quilting. Like I have a flannel quilt that's just been sitting around for me to quilt. So maybe this weekend. It's the weekend after New Year's Eve. So no other plans. So just hanging out. All right. And that was my current fix. So what I'm jonesing for, I have a lot of things that I'm jonesing for. Um, some of these things I found through the gift along and actually many of them just, yeah, came out in the last month. So one, um, kind of whimsical item is the snake coil cowl by Ariel Woods. It's temporarily free, but it might not be anymore. It's worsted weight and it's just a little, cowl but it looks like a snake that's coiled up like around your neck so hers is made out of green I think that it's actually just like a welting you know so pearls and then some knits and then pearls and knits in the round and then the very end there's like a little i-cord snake face you know with little eyes and a little tongue sticking out I mean I know people hate snakes but it's pretty cute so that's the um, snake coil cowl by Ariel or Ariel Woods a sweater that I like is the Elwyn Pullover, E-L-W-Y-N Pullover by Erica Flory. It's a $7 Ravelry download. It's a DK weight pullover and it's got kind of deep raglan lines and then it has sl- the sleeves. The body is in stockinette, but the sleeves are in like a seated rib stitch. So it's pretty like simple, but effective. It looks really nice. That's the Elwyn Pullover by Erica Flory. I have a couple of crochet hats. One is called Puffs on the Bias Hat by Victoria Gagolak. Gagolak. That's a $4.99 download. It uses Aran weight or worsted weight yarn. I think she used um, Red Heart maybe. And it's worked flat and it has like a overall texture but then a cool like diagonal like bobble stripe like a line on the bias and that's called the puffs on the bias hat 
And then another crochet hat is the Seraphin Slouch by Danielle Arseniak. Arseniak? Arsenic? I just wrote it down. I, <laughs> my bad handwriting. It's a $5 Canadian download or $4.01 at the moment. It's also Aran weight yarn and it has just kind of stripes of like a puff stitch. Pretty simple, but looks really nice. Um, there's ones in just one color that look, you know, pretty classy. And then there's some other ones in different colors that are fun too. Horizontal stripes. Another crochet item is the Bumps in the Road Shawl by Rachie Newman. It's a $6 Ravelry download. It's a fingering weight shawl and you can make it like in any size. It is just two colors. There's a main color and then there's like basically like one row of contrast color stripes all the way throughout and then use the contrast color for like more of an elaborate edging. And it's a big triangular shawl. Really pretty. I think somebody made one for the knit along that or the gift along that looked great. And I so I favorited it. And it also has like low the pattern is specified as like low visibility accessibility. Did I say that wrong? So the pattern is formatted in a way to be, I think, compatible with some like voice readers and stuff. So to make it easier for visually impaired crafters to use the pattern, and I think that's pretty cool. Just, uh, you know, a small thing that probably helps out, helps people out. Um, another shawl that's a knit one this time is called Cirrus, C-I-R-R-A-S, by Natasha, Natasia Hornby. It's a 4.85 euro download or $5.66. And it's a fingering weight shawl, but it's a huge one. It's like, it's like a 1200 yard shawl or more. Two colored. It's a mosaic pattern. It's a has a sideways constructed triangle, and then it has like a big edging on the side, and it looks like large like dinner plate size like flower motifs all around this big border, and it's very striking. A lot of yarn. Probably not in my future, but pretty cool looking. And she has some other really nice looking mosaic patterns as well. That's Cirrus, or pronounce any other way. C i r C-I-R-R-A-S by Natasia Hornby. There are some socks, which is weird for me, (laughs) that I favorited some socks. Um, The Melon Socks, M-E-L-L-O-N Socks by Sari Nordland. It's a four euro download or $4.67. Fingering weight, basic socks, not basic, but, you know, socks, but they have a really cool cables and wrap stitch pattern. And the very last thing is definitely something I saw in the knit along, the gift along, is the Elf Baby Hat by Robin Weldon. Four and a half euros or $5.25. It's a fingering weight, you know, Elf Baby Hat. <laughs> this is exactly what it sounds like. Um, It's got, you know, a brim, a lacy brim, or there's actually three different brim patterns, but one's lacy and one's like chevrons and I don't know what the third one is. And then it has like little striped hat but it's you know the long peak so big triangular end and it's adorable like if I had had more time for the gift along I would have made one of these but I had to move on this baby hat and they're just really adorable and there's like lots of different variations with the different edgings and like striping or no striping it's cute pretty cute and that's what I'm jonesing for 
So in terms of uppers and downers, I don't have a whole ton to talk about. I just maybe I haven't been writing down what I've been seeing or watching. I did go see the newest Star Wars movie with my parents, and I don't even remember what it's called. Not Rise of Skywalker, Last Last Skywalker. I don't know. The third one, <laughs> episode nine now. And I had been, you know, I wanted to see it, but I was a little hesitant because I'd heard kind of bad reviews. Um, ultimately, yes, I was entertained. I enjoyed it while I was watching it. I just don't think it's the best one. I think out of these new new ones, I liked the second one the most. But, you know, I wasn't too mad at it. I had a good time. I, like, Lucas had me recount the entire story to him, and I somehow started, like, tearing up while I explained <laughs> when I explained the plot to him. So, um, yeah, you know, if you want to finish it out, you should see it. It would have been weird for me to just left that one on the table, like, not watching the last, last one. And some of the stories are satisfying, and some of the other wrap-ups maybe a little less so, but yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan, if you're a fan of the new Star Wars movies, you should see it. We've been watching the first season of Barry, which is the Bill Hader show on HBO, you know, where he's a hitman who comes to LA and starts taking acting lessons, and we're really enjoying it. We're only like halfway through the first season, which means only like four episodes in, but really liking it. We had just watched Gross Point Blank the day before, mostly because I wasn't that into it before and Lucas thought I needed to give it another shot. And it's just funny because it's like very similar concept of this contract killer kind of come and doing like regular mundane things. So Barry, we're enjoying, enjoying. We watched the Beakrum documentary on Netflix. It's a documentary about... I forgot his first name, um, Bikram, the guy who started the Bikram yoga, like hot yoga, I guess you'd call it a franchise or company in the U.S., and just going over a lot of his allegations. He has some, like, rape and and just inappropriate sexual harassment type allegations, and it's an interesting documentary. It felt very much like Wild Wild Country about the Bhagwan I think that was a little bit better done though, but it was interesting and, you know, not too long. It's only one, ep- one movie. You might be interested in it. And otherwise I haven't been watching too much. We've been making our way through the Marvel movies still, just rewatching them. And yeah, I've only seen Star Wars. It's like the only movie I've gone to in the last two months. We got to change. I got to change it. Maybe once the Academy nominations come out. Hopefully I'll get to go to some of those screenings and then I'll see some of these movies that I've been wanting to see out in theaters. I think that might be pretty much it. You know, let's say Christmas was very fun. Nice to be at home. And I, I didn't really get any yarn. My mom did buy me some cool, like the weird, like bobble yarn. It has like yarn with like every foot has like this giant, like felted ball (laughs) attached to it. Um, she got that in. Chile, I think. And it looks pretty fun, but I have no idea what I'd use it with. Um, maybe it can make a little hat or like an edging somehow. I don't know. That's up for <laughs> up in the air. I went to my guild Christmas party and well, it's not a Christmas party, a guild holiday party. And they do like a gift exchange every time, kind of a not a white elephant, but you know, where you do, you know, a wrapped gift and you can steal that kind of thing. Um, and I ended up getting kind of hitting the 
hitting the jackpot. Like I, well, all my gifts kept getting stolen from me. Like I opened like five different gifts and people kept stealing them. But one I actually stole from somebody else was like this ceramic, not yarn bowl, but you know, like a basket, a ceramic basket. And it had like two skeins of self-striping mint rain yarn in it. So that was pretty exciting because that's like, it's supposed to be like a $20 value or something for the gift. So score, pretty proud of myself for re-ups that I haven't bought more yarn since uh, my last, uh, my last intense shopping trip. New Year's Eve here, Lucas was sick. So we kind of just laid low, watched TV, and then we, yeah, just watched TV and then watched the telecast and, uh. That was it. I almost didn't make it till midnight. I fell asleep at like, well, around 1030. I was like falling asleep, but we rallied so to be able to watch like the ball drop and stuff on TV. And yeah, then I went back to work for a couple days and now I have the weekend, but it's going to be hard to get come back into regular, regular work again. All right. So I think that's pretty much it. The first in first out craft along is still going on and maybe I'll chat We'll talk a little bit more about that in the next month because it's going to run through January 31st. It's a very small little crowd this time, so please chat in the group. Post projects you've finished, the idea is to find a pattern or pattern or yarn that you've been wanting to use for a long time but just haven't gotten around to, and now's the time to do it. So chat about it, post in the thread, I'll pick some random winners, and yeah, it'll be fun. You can chat about the first in, first out, and just visit the group at Skein Enable Podcast Group on the Ravelry Groups tab. You can find the show notes at skeinenable.com. You can find me, Jill, as No Dice on Ravelry and as No Dice 11 on Instagram. So please come chat with us. I will talk to you again in a couple weeks. All right, bye. 